Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with your words. And this today's program, I've just got something really interesting, really interesting to how um, you've got to say some things, but you've also got to do some things. Many of us, um, we have these great affirmations, great daily confessions. We speak God's word. We believe God's word. We confess, we confess, we confess. But the title today is You've Got to Say Some Things. But you've also got to do some things. Now, many of us are all familiar of how God created the world. I mean, the Bible says that the earth was dark and void. Amen. But God didn't panic and say, oh, my God, it's dark. What am I going to do? No, he said, let there be light. He spoke into his situation. What he wanted to see, he spoke. God did not do anything in this world until he spoke it. And we are made in the image and likeness of God. The Bible says, be imitators, therefore, of your heavenly father. We're supposed to imitate God. So we're supposed to be just like God. So we're supposed to speak, amen. We don't complain, we don't murmur. Like the children of Israel, we speak things into being. We speak, we're always going to speak before we do something. When someone's going to get married, they say, I'm going to get married. When someone goes for a job, they can say, I'm going for an interview. Everything that we do, we say first. But we've got to speak some things and we've also got to do some things. So as today's service, today's little encouragement i say a little encouragement i won't stay too long today it's a little encouragement and the same scripture that really um started the book that i've written a few years ago the power of words the winner's mentality uh, my program of the same name and mark 11 22 and 23 exploded in my spirit back in 2007 and every time i went to the word of god all i saw was the power of words what happened when people spoke who they spoke to the effects and the causes of people's words and you gotta know that your word has power the Bible says where the word of a king is, there is power. Amen. And he's called us kings and priests. So your word has power. Please don't underestimate the power of your words. Don't underestimate. So we've got to be careful that we don't speak negative. Don't We don't speak against our lives. Right? Speak negative things about our family or about our life or about our ministry or about other people. More importantly, that we've got to be so careful. The Bible says what some things are honest and true and lovely and pure if there be any virtue any praise think on these philippians 4 8 says why why is it important to think on those things because as a man think in his heart so is he and out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so if you're thinking good thoughts in your heart then good things will come out of your mouth i'm gonna say that again if you're thinking good thoughts in your heart then good things will come out of your mouth But Jesus said that from the heart also proceeds evil things, lying, adultery, murder, all those things proceed from the heart. So we have to protect our heart. The heart is so valuable, amen. Many people prize their nails, their hair, amen, their shoes, their suit, their car, their career, and all these things. But the most important thing that we should guard is our heart, amen, because God ain't looking at our clothes. He's looking at the heart. That's what he's looking at. He's looking at the heart of mankind. And you see in Mark 11, 22 and 23, it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, 
but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Let me put some light on here and then put some light. I need my glasses. I mean, yeah, I, I wear glasses for a reading. But let's how did we get here? How do we get to moving mountains? Let's let's go back up. It's a very popular scripture. I mean, it's one of my favorite scriptures in the New Testament. Amen. And Jesus says on verse 12, Mark 11, verse 12, he said, And on the morrow, when he come to Bethany, he was hungry. So Jesus was hungry, he was man in the flesh, 100% God, 100% man in the flesh. And seeing a fig tree afar off, so he got hungry. Amen. He slept, he was hungry, he was first. Amen. He was tempted like we are, tempted but yet without sin. Amen. He died for us. He was the sacrificial lamb of God. When John saw him, he said, behold the lamb of God that takes away the sin from the world. Amen. Jesus was crucified in our place. He took what we deserve, but death could not hold him captive. He rose again triumphantly on the third day. He tasted death for every man. Amen. And because of what he did, we can have life eternal. We can have abundant life in this life. Amen. So he was hungry. And the Bible says, and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for the time of figs was not and jesus answered so it spoke the situation spoke your situation is speaking to you all the time when your bank book is empty you're supposed to speak to your bank book when your body is in pain you are supposed to speak to your body you have authority i keep saying it this world is speech orientated amen i'm going to say it again the world that we live in is speech orientated words are spirits the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. God's word will never pass He said he esteemed his word above his name. God's word has power. Amen. People go to war over words. So words have power. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of the hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. That's such a powerful phrase. Listen, people are supposed to hear your confession. Many people, things happen in it and they say things in secret. And when it happens, they, I said that all the time. No, no, don't say it in secret. Jesus made sure his disciples heard his confession. Heard when he spoke to it. Jesus used his authority. That tells me that Jesus wants to see fruit. He wants to see fruit in our life. He wants to see fruit in your life. Amen. Not necessarily, he spoke down to the fig tree. Because he was trying to prove a point. He wanted his disciples to see something. The Bible says, and his disciples heard it. They walked by, all 12, all 12 of them, and they're like, okay, Jesus. Jesus is speaking to fig trees. He's, he's okay, okay. But they took note of it. I mean, a good student will always take note of what their master is doing. And we have a master in heaven, a heavenly father in heaven. And we have to take note. He's given us his word. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation. These things are for our learning. He's given us his word. And the Bible says that they take note. Amen. Jesus spoke to some things. And the Bible says, And they came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. And he began to cast out them that sold and brought in the temple. And overthrew the tables. And the money changes, and the seats of them that sold doves. I would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught them, saying, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So we see Jesus talking to some things. We see him cursing some things, but we also see him moving some things. So there's some things that you need to speak to, but there's some things that you also need to do. I'm going to say it again. There's some things you've got to say some things and you've also got to do some things. 
You see, there was a time we had to speak to the fig tree, but there's time we actually had to move out the thieves and the money changers from the temple. You see, saying some things is not enough. There's some things that you're going to have to say, but there's also some things you're going to have to do. He knew that what was going on in the temple, he needed to whip them out. He needed to get them out physically. He showed his utter contempt of what was going on in the house of God. Remember, Jesus is God in the flesh. So God was showing his utter contempt of what they were doing in his house, which is called a house of prayer for all nations. So Jesus said, I'm moving these people out. So after you speak something, sometimes you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to do so. You're going to may have daily confession, say, oh my God, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to Yes, I receive, believe that I receive a job. But let me tell you something now. God is not going to fill out the application form for you. I'm going to say that again. God himself is not going to come down from heaven and fill the application form for you. In fact, God himself is not going to go and look for the job for you. There's some things that God will do and there's some things that we have to do. And remember, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. So with your confession and with what you've been saying, you've also now got to make moves on what you've been believing for, what you've been confessing for. So now you have to go and look for the job. You have to go and fill out the application form. You have to go for the interview. Amen. You have to do those things. Because as you walk in line with your confession, you have to do those things. But although this I'm talking about Jesus saying one thing and doing another, there's some things that are going to have to take you physically having to do some things. Now Jesus had to drive out the money changers from the temple because talking weren't enough. He, he's, his anger was just so much as like, you guys cannot be doing in this the house. He knew what was going on. He knew that they were doing wrong. And he knew that they were making a den of thieves. He knew the, the tricky was taking place and the selling of, 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 the, of the animals which were not fit for sacrifice and the, all the thieving and bribery going on in the temple. And he said, I'm beating these people out. I'm, I'm getting them out. Amen. I'm getting them out. But let me get back to it. And in verse 20 it says, And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou curses, withered away. And Jesus answered, said unto them, Have faith in God. What is he saying? Have the God kind of faith. That's what he's saying. He's saying, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith that says, when I speak, things happen. God didn't need to say, let there be light and wonder, oh my God, I wonder if light is going to come. Because of who he is and the authority he has, he knew that when he speak, things must happen. We are supposed to operate just like God. He said, let there be light and there was light. He said, let the waters be separated. Let the earth bring forth all creeping things. Amen. Let the waters be divided. As soon as God spake, things started to happen. And you've got to remember, you are made in the image of God and you are a spirit being. You are not a body with a spirit. You are a spirit possessing a body. When this body dies, your spirit will leave this and go to either two places. We pray if you've received Jesus Christ, you're going to the right place. Amen. So my desire is always, remember my heart is for souls is that you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. But you have authority. You are speaking spirit. And he's telling them, have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith to have no doubt that when you speak, you know things are going to happen. Why? As long as they're in line with the word of God, you know some things are going to take place. 
because Jesus said, For very I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto his mountain. So now we've gone from fig trees to mountain. So what God's saying, what is what is Jesus telling his disciples? What is he telling us? He's telling us, no, um, the fig tree was the example. The fig tree was something that I wanted through. I didn't see what I wanted. And I'm saying, you're not gonna, you're not, you're not gonna fool anybody anymore. Amen. You're, you're not gonna go because fig trees, they, they bear fruit twice a year, amen. So it says it wasn't the time of figs, but someday they bear fruit twice a year. So it's supposed to have some little figs on them, but there was nothing but leaves. And Jesus said, You're not gonna fool no one no more. You're not you're not gonna produce anything. You're withering up now, you're gonna die now. And Jesus is now going from fig trees to mountains. So what is he saying? To that difficult situation, to that unmovable problem, so it seems. For that situation, that stubborn situation that refuses to move. Jesus saying, you can say to the mountain in your life, that immovable force that looks like it will not go anywhere. It looks like it's impossible, Jesus is saying. Because in the natural, it is impossible for a mountain to move. But Jesus saying, you can speak to the mountain in your life life and i decree and i declare that according to the word of god if you have faith jesus is saying that whosoever shall say unto this mountain so whatever problem that you are facing i don't care if the money is funny i don't care if your bank book looks bleak i don't care if your family's acting up your children are gone wild i don't care what is taking place in your house i don't care if your ministry isn't the way you're supposed you are supposed to speak you decree and you declare you call forth what you want to see and you keep speaking you do not doubt in your heart what god has told you you keep speaking he said be thou removed and be cast into the sea but this is the key here this is the key for success in ministry, success in life. And be and do not doubt in your heart. You see, doubt is a blockage of any miracle you want to see in your life. Look through the life of Jesus. Every time he went, when he said that when he went and he went to Jairus' daughter, and he said, She's not, she's not dead, she's sleeping. The Bible said he laughed him to scorn. There was unbelief that to, to, to an extent that they, they laughed at him to scorn. But what did he do? He get out all the doubters. You gotta get the doubters out. Get the doubters out. Get them out, close the door, and only leave believers with you. You see, God only entertains believers. God is only happy with believers. If you do not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things that you say shall come to pass. If you really truly believe, listen, we can raise the dead, the Bible says. We cast out leprosy, amen. We cast out devils. We heal the sick, amen. This is normal Christianity. These are the things that we should be doing. If you have faith and do not doubt, doubt is the blockage to any miracle that you want to see in your life. So if you can just get the doubt out, how do you get the doubt out? By burying yourself in the word of God, immersing yourself in God's word. As you immerse yourself in God's word, amen, the word has power. As you immerse yourself in God's word, God's word births faith in you. It births faith in a, in a man. As you look into the perfect law of liberty, amen, you see God start to empower you. You start to believe God. If God can do it then, he can do it now. Why? Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changed. For verily I send to you that whosoever shall say 
unto this mountain, unto this situation that's bothering your family, this body, this cancer in your body. If you say to this cancer, do not doubt in your heart. If you say, amen, to this doctor's report, this negative doctor's report that they're trying to bring you, if you speak to the, my, um, the my, my fibromyalgia and all these different sicknesses, high blood pressure, diabetes, multiple sclerosis, you speak to the sickness, you speak, amen, amen, to the ulcer, you speak to the cancer, you speak to the tumor, if you speak to the mountain, what the doctor said could not be moved, when the doctor said there is no hope, if you speak to the mountain, I had a friend of mine, an older woman, an older lady, amen, she's in her 60s, she must be 65 now, and five years ago, she found out she had stage four cancer, stage four cancer they'd given up they said no i'm sorry there's not much we can do and she started eating right and then she started changing her diet she went for chemo and she started speaking god's word they said that we, we shouldn't really because you're too far gone a few months later for the glory of god to the glory of god stage four cancer gone the woman that they said they gave her six months, five years later, is still living, happy, cancer-free, amen, and loving God and praising Jesus, amen. Don't tell me that God can't turn it around for you. If you have faith and do not doubt, but believe. Going back to Jairus again, when he, when he, the woman had touched the hem of his garment and he'd taken up and they were on their way to Jairus' house and they said, don't trouble the master no more. Mark chapter 5, I believe. Your daughter's not made it. Jesus simply looked at him and says, be not afraid, only believe. I'm going to say it again. He said, be not afraid. Whatever you are facing, God is telling you this evening, this morning, wherever this podcast is finding you, be not afraid, but only believe. You've got to speak some things and you've got to do some things. Faith without works is dead. And you're going to speak to some mountains in 2023, no matter what it looks like. Amen. And no matter what it looks like, you've got to expect what you say will come to pass. The fig tree was withered. Have an expectation of what you say will come to pass. So start speaking what you want to see by December 31st, 2023. Say, God, by December 31st, 2023, this is going to happen. This is going to be in place. I'll achieve this. This will happen. I will start my business. I'll have so much customers. I'll make so much. Amen. I'll win 500 souls, a thousand souls, a million souls, a hundred million souls. God, I thank you and I praise you that this podcast will reach millions for the glory of God. That people will hear and be saved and know how they can live a victorious Christian life. People will know how they can live a life that pleases you. Start confessing God's word no matter what it looks like. You could be just young in ministry and you've got a zeal of God, but you know that God has spoken to you. You know you've heard the voice of God and God has given you a promise. Your job is just to obey God. If God says continue to study, continue to speak my word faithfully to those 50 people, those 100 people. Listen, the Bible says poor plant, a polis water, but the increase comes from God. Listen to me, as you keep being faithful to the word of God has gone out over your life, increase will come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth your job is not to work out how 
Your job is just to believe and keep doing what God has told you to do. Amen. You might have to do your part that as you speak and you confess God's word and you believe God's word. Now you go out, you evangelize the gospel, you witness, pass out tracks, tell people about Jesus, get on social media, lift up the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As you do those things, you'll see God moving in your life in a supernatural way. I have such a love for this scripture because I was reading this scripture in 2007 and verse 23 just blew up. It's like, it's like a hundred, the only way I can ex- explain it, it's like a hundred light bulbs went off inside of me when I read verse 23. It was actually verse 23, the birth, the book, the power of words, the winner's mentality. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, we've gone from fig trees to mountains. So Jesus is saying, listen to me, don't limit yourself. You saw what happened to the fig tree. The same thing can happen concerning any area of your life. And there's someone at the sound of my voice, your marriage seems to be at the, at the verge of a breakdown. Jesus is saying, I want you to confess the right thing. I want you to start speaking the right thing. Take that word divorce out of your mouth. Stop speaking those things. That shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. But start speaking life. Start speaking life. Start speaking God's word over your marriage. Start speaking God's word over your children, over your family, over your health, over every area of your life. Start speaking God's word because God's word has power. Have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. And as you speak, believe. Act on what you've been saying. Act. Amen. If you know you're starting a business, a business ain't just going to drop in your lap. You go and start the business. You go and register your company. You go and do your homework. You go and do what needs to be done. Amen. To have a successful business. And God will be with you. Why? Because he said, I will bless the work of your hands. So we've got to be doing something. I believe there's many people that sound of my voice. God has called many of us to be pioneers, game changers, trendsetters. God has called us to go forward. But some of us are scared of what man will think about us or what man will say about us. Or because it's never been done in your family before. There has to be a first in everything. It might as well be you. I'm going to say it again. It might as well be you. You go forward. You take up the mantle, amen. And you do what God has called you to do. You are born to win in life. In Jesus' name. This has been me, Kevin Treasure, with the power of words, the winner's mentality, helping you win in life because you were born to win in Jesus' name. God bless you. By author Kevin Treasure, the power of words, the winner's mentality, out now consists of 21 chapters regarding the use, effects, benefits, and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us. Discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times. Discover the real power you possess with the words you speak. Discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life. No person desiring success should be without this book. This book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and ebook format. Order your copy today, priced at $9.99. Available from www.kevintreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903. 
940-9499. The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today. Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.